Yeah, so welcome to the second podcast of uh, Pete Post. And uh, I'm Eric. And uh, are you going to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Matthew. All right, and so here we are, <laughs> back for the second podcast. And the first thing is that we had a big page surge as listeners anticipated the drop of the first podcast back on February 28th. That was very exciting. So I'm sure that uh, HP Nation was getting all excited about the uh, rumors of the podcast after the, uh, after the, the pilot uh, episode. So, uh, so that was exciting. So we had a big, uh, big page surge right before the, for the drop of the, the first. So hooray for that. Um, and some things that uh, came up in the first one that uh, at least in, in this case, I was wrong about. Uh, I had said that Madisonville, which is where I live, uh, had never had, uh, had, uh, had about 20, 22,000 people. And in fact, it's never had that many people. It's, it's uh, population now is about, it was a little over 19,000. It's been holding that way for a few years. So uh, that surprises me, by the way, I would have thought in the eighties, it would have been bigger, but it, it was bigger in the eighties. I think, although I probably got this wrong this is probably another correction next <laughs> week, but uh, <clears throat> I think it was a little bit bigger, but, but yeah, growing up in Paducah, it did feel like, I think because the football team seemed like a big power, and so it seemed like a big, and it's a big name, Madisonville. It kind of sounds like a big yeah. manufacturing town. No, I always thought of it as a big, yeah, yeah, a big town. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, but no, no, it's not. It's uh, a little over 19,000 people. So there we go. And that's where I live again. So I live in, in Madisonville. And um, and then, uh, let's see, the next thing. Oh, another thing, though, is that two things that we did get right uh, we talked a little bit, and this is going to come up a little later um, in the show here. Um, Paducah Community College won the National Junior College Tournament, basketball tournament, in 1969. And one of its players was this guy named Gary Sunmacher, or Sunmacher. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I think it's Sunmacher. And then he went on and played for Western Kentucky's really good 1971 uh, Final Four team. And we're going to be talking about them a little bit later in the show. And then the other thing was, is you had it right. It was Martha Lane Collins who was governor when Toyota came in. Okay. Yeah. So I actually found a resolution that the Kentucky General <laughs> Assembly did last year uh, honoring her during Women's History Month. And she was born in Baghdad, Kentucky, which is in Shelby County, I think. She was a graduate of Shelbyville High School, and I think Baghdad's also in Shelby County. Um and then, anyway, yeah, she was governor when uh, it says, whereas Martha Lane Collins was also responsible for one of the most significant economic deals in modern Kentucky history by convincing Japanese investors to open the Toyota manu- manufacturing plant in Georgetown. So there you go. That's cool. I didn't realize yeah. she was from that part of the state. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I don't know where I thought she was from, but... I didn't think anybody was from Shelby, so go figure. There you go. And uh, let's see. So the big thing going on, so the Heath Post is uh, a lot about Kentucky because we both grew up there. And uh, we grew up in Paducah in the western end of the state. And uh, what's going on in Kentucky right now is uh, is the high school uh, state basketball tournament. Well, that's just it. I mean, this has been the big story all week. Big story all week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting. They get they get uh, 
they, they run them Wednesday. So we just got off the girls tournament and that was Wednesday through Sunday. And it's great because they start, um, game, the first round games are, are Wednesdays and Thursdays and they start at 11 o'clock central. So that's my time. And, uh, and then they run all afternoon. So it's great. So you can put them on, you can listen to the streaming all the way during work. It's wonderful to have sports going on during the work day. And um, so you can listen to them all the way through. And then the quarterfinals are on Fridays, and they also run on the same schedule. So it's a great thing to pay attention to. And actually, the weekend's kind of a letdown, typically, because then you're trying to squeeze it in when you're doing stuff with other people and things like that. Well, I was going to say, I mean, in some ways, it's kind of anticlimactic because it's fun to follow it during the week. And there's so much going on during the week. And especially when you have a local team, like you were really oh, yeah. following Murray. Yeah. And then when they're gone, when they're out of the tournament, you know, let's face it, interest in the final isn't quite what it was. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you see that even in, in the attendance. You know, the attendance oh, yeah. is, is much bigger at the beginning of the week mm-hmm. uh, because you have fan bases from 16 teams who are involved. And, and, uh, have you ever and been, it, have you ever been to either one of those I've never, state tournaments? I've never attended. I've never attended one of the state tournaments. I've been to the boys um, when I was in college. A bunch yeah. of us got tickets one year, went to the boys. Um, back then, you could buy like a package and you could buy um, a whole day, which is what we did. We just bought one of the first, I think the second day is what we bought. And it's really nice. I mean, you could just go and watch games all day long. Yeah, that's cool. um, Yeah, there's people from all over the state. There's all the different bands there for each team. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's a really cool experience. That's neat. I would love to go sometime. Uh, You know, I was um, even when I worked as a sports writer. I I just know. I guess our teams that I was covering um, when I was working in Bowling Green. I guess at that at that time, the teams didn't go that deep in the tournament, or maybe it was that. Um, but, but for whatever reason, the chase is sure. no, I never yeah. went to either state tournaments and I just never went as a, I never lived in Lexington or wherever they were having them at the time. Well, um, the fun thing of course is always finding a star. Yeah. And, and I would take from, from following the heat post this week, I would take that the real star was Mr. Turner. Yeah. The play by play. Was he the play by play guy or was he yeah, the color guy? He was okay. the only voice. This guy is really, oh, he's really. he's all good. by himself. Oh, okay. yeah. He's all by himself and he's terrific. So his name, I think his first name is Travis. There's a guy, so I should know more about this, but I'm just kind of putting all this together. I didn't realize he was married to the coach until over the course of the tournament. <laughs> so, yeah. So there's WNBS, which is out of Murray. And it's named after Nathan Stubblefield, who was a. Um, guy from Callaway County who was involved in the, uh, in radio technology. Um, and, uh, anyway, so it's this local AM station and they had, they covered the Murray highs games. <clears throat> Murray's the County seat of Callaway County and they covered Murray highs games. And so there's this guy, uh, and he's the only voice on the games, which is wonderful. I love it when it's just a single voice as opposed to having the color commentator and the play-by-play guy. But anyway, he's just a single voice in the game. And i got to tell you, he, he is terrific. I mean, he's really good at what he does. And, though he got very excited. He's, he's quite fair for, for a local broadcaster. He's quite fair to the other teams and doesn't harp on the officiating all the time. And uh, anyway, so he's wonderful the whole time. But I can tell in the course of Friday's game, so Murray is playing – the this is now the quarterfinal round, and Murray is playing the number one team in the state, 
and they have been ranked like in the national USA Today rankings. They're playing Louisville Butler High School, who's the defending state champion. And over the course of this broadcast, Murray spurts out to a lead. And over the course of this broadcast, he's just getting more and more nervous on the air. And it was really odd because I knew he had been around for a few years. You know, I knew I'd heard him before. And uh, so he's just he's just going over the top, like getting so nervous. And it turns out that he's married to the coach. So her name is Rochelle. It's R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E. So he's married to the coach. And he was just wonderful. He was so fired up. And at different points, he was just like yelling at the players and, and are, you know, kind of cheering from the side and that sort of thing. And then he'd come back for these commercials and he'd apologize. Like he'd have 30 seconds to kind of pull himself together right. and you know, have some semblance <laughs> and of, uh, you know, uh, self-awareness of, you know, he's a pro and that he shouldn't be doing that. And he'd apologize when he comes back to his bumper. But he was so excited. And, uh, yeah, it really was a lot of fun. And Murray did quite well. They made it to the, to the, to the semifinal round. Um, they they ended up flaming out at that point, but, um, but anyway, yeah, it was it, it made for a lot of fun, and they they ended up losing to the eventual uh, state champion uh, uh, Mercer County, which is um, from a little town called Harrodsburg uh, in the middle of the state, and so that was the first ever championship for um, for Mercer County. So well, just just to say, Travis Turner, um, you can listen to him Monday through Friday. Three to yeah. five every day talking about local sports. Yeah, uh, he's got the old, Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I think that's. I think I know what you mean. I used when I was, uh, I guess when I was in high school, I would listen to. I'm trying to remember when Graves County merged. I don't. I don't recall off the top of my head. But before the county merged, I used to love to sit and listen to the guys call the. The Graves County District Tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All those games. Those games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was really because, you know, they, of course, they've lived there their whole lives. They know everybody. It's There's a certain, even in that where it's teams playing against their own, you know, inside the county, there's a sort of, um, I don't know, it's just interesting, the, the feel of it with the local yeah. announcer. It's just something different. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun, and I like to hear the commercials. And uh, oh sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right, it's a blast. sports. There should be <laughs> sports and radio. Is, oh, terrific. Is very good. Yeah, yeah it's terrific, and it, there really should be sports available on radio every workday. I mean, that's the <laughs> that's the best, just to kind of work along to it. I mean, it's so. Maybe you should it start just up an old. Uh, maybe somebody should try to come up with a. Um, a sports radio to just a sports broadcast instead yeah, of all cool. the talk show stuff. That, that's a great idea. Well, you're Mr. Technology. You should yeah. figure that out. That'd be great. I guess, you know, I guess if you really wanted to nowadays, you could probably find something to stream almost all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's true. Yeah. I kind of try to do that. Sometimes I get so fired up about the uh, Olympic sports after the Olympics and, and then I end up starting to try to follow like the Euro sports, sure. um, you know, their live schedule and stuff like that. And that always lasts for about a week. And then I get frustrated <laughs> and forget about it or whatever. And that's the end of that. So, <clears throat> so yeah, so, so the girls tournament was last week, Mercer County wins it and the boys tournament starts tomorrow. And uh, so sweet 16 starts tomorrow on the boys tournament. Well, and I 
and plan to uh, pay attention to that. So, who, so if, who's your big team? Who are you going to be following? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that's a good question. I should have thought of that beforehand. So the 16 teams are Graves County, uh, Hopkinsville, Meade County, Bowling Green. Uh, Bowling Green's the defending champ, I'm pretty certain. Well, that's something I should know, too. Taylor County, Fern Creek. Oh, I, I'm friends with a bunch of people who went to Fern Creek, so I'll probably root for them. That's in Louisville. Louisville I Ballard. I root for Louisville. Come on. Yeah, I think I might. I think I might. No, I absolutely can't. I can write to wherever I want to. Uh, Martha, <laughs> oh, here we go. Martha Lane Collins High School. In there you go. Yeah, Collins High. Uh, Cooper, that's up. It's Cooper and Scott High School. They're both up in northern Kentucky around, the, around Covington. Uh, Scott County, Pulaski County, Harlan County, Perry County Central, Pikeville, and Elliott County. So I will likely, of course, I also have friends from Bowling Green High, but they just won. So I have a hard time rooting for them. I will likely root for Graves, Mead, Hoptown, and Fern Creek. When you were at Western, was Bowling Green this dominant in high school no. sports? I, no. I was going to no, say, they, I don't remember them being this good ever. No. They weren't. They weren't this good. They now, yeah, they're like absolutely a, a sports power in both football and basketball. Yeah. No, I think everything basically. Uh, they were good then, but and they were on their way up. Uh, people that are our age, from their years in high school, they were not nearly as good as even what they were when I was working there as a sports writer. And now it's a whole other level. And, right. Uh, yeah. So, so I guess I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's the favorite. I guess, uh, but I think Bowling Green's quite good again. So, so anyway, you can go. So at the Heath Post, if you look, if you search in the labels, uh, there's hash, hashtag KHSBBK. That's for boys basketball. That's the old symbol that the AP would use, that the Associated Press would use when they circulate stories. So anyway, you can search on that hashtag and follow the boys tournament, as well as all the stories we've done about. <clears throat> high school boys basketball. I had no idea what those meant. So yeah, thanks. that's what those came from. And then the the girls basketball is KHSGBK. So uh, and you can look at last week's last week's stuff. So that is that. And then the other thing. Okay, another hashtag. Uh, I love the hashtags. I love the sorting the stories. <laughs> sorting is one of the great joys of my whole life. I love to sort anything. <laughs> And so another one of our common hashtags, and I'm going to go ahead and wrap up my part so we can get to yours so I don't take up all the time, but is uh, so you can also search hashtag OHKY, and those are O Kentuckys. And O Kentuckys are these round, we talked about these a little bit last week, but they're roundups of, of little news items from around the state. And uh, so some of the things in the last um, last week, again, because the basketball tournaments are such a big deal here, there's a um, – there's a it's called the Smithsonian has a traveling exhibit called the hometown teams exhibit. And that was out. It started out in Wayland, Kentucky and Eastern Kentucky. Um, but where they have these like, you know, little town uh, basketball displays and that's traveling around the state right now. And uh, anyway, that was getting a lot of love on Twitter. I didn't, I didn't know the Smithsonian was doing these traveling exhibits, but I, that but was the first. There was you know, something here not too long ago in Moscow where they had a big sign up at one point saying the Smithsonian is here. Of course, I never yeah. found out what it was yeah. because I'm lazy. But um, <laughs> I know. like that idea, though. No, I think it's a great idea. I mean, yeah. there's so much. I mean, let's, the Smithsonian's got so much information, so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. Bad. Well, and it's such a brand, you know. So yeah, so, no, it is. Yeah, it's right. neat to go to, to think you could go to a Smithsonian anything, you know, in some little town in the middle of the country. It's very cool. 
Well, once again, Kentucky was in uh, the national headlines this week with uh, Pence coming to visit Louisville. Yeah, Pence came to visit Louisville over the weekend. We were actually in Louisville while that was going on. We were staying out on Breckenridge Lane. Uh, we had a, uh, a family event going on, have a new nephew in the family, and oh, we were exciting. staying. Yeah, it's very exciting. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I told you about that. And um, so my wife's sister had a son, and so we were up there, and we were staying at a, a, a Holiday Inn Express out on Breckenridge Lane, and there was a protest going on. They had part of Breckenridge Lane <laughs> closed off for a protest, so it was exciting to be part of that. Sure. To be on that. And, uh, and then it turned out we were in the same hotel. I was like, so my daughter and I, we go down for the, uh, for the Continental Breakfast, and uh, we're there with this basketball team. And it turned out it was the uh, Quincy University, which I'd never heard of Quincy University, but it's the Quincy University basketball team. And they were there for the, I guess it's the Division II tournament. And they upset Kentucky Wesleyan in Louisville that uh, Saturday night after we were there. So hated to see that. But uh, anyway, I didn't talk to them. I have heard of Quincy, but I don't know why. That's the weird yeah. thing. And and that was a very good TV show. So Yeah, that's right. <laughs> The most self-righteous human being to ever be he on television. So <laughs> so I love how in the opening of Quincy, oh my God. I love how in the opening sequence of Quincy, it's all about him and the women. It's like all, you know, oh, everything is like him, and, and yeah. then it turns out there's some kind of beautiful woman in the background or something like that that cracks me up. So he's such a ladies guy. Um, also, in, uh, yeah, Pence came last week. Uh, President Trump ended up not coming last week. There was a big rumor that circulated that, that he was coming, and then it turned out to be false. Apparently, he's coming later. Um, okay. There's some report of that. Um, well, I think the thing that's really interesting for people living in Kentucky is that right now, outlets like the New York Times, the Washington Post, everybody's focusing in on Kentucky, West Virginia, yeah, that, that area of the world oh, yeah. as it's affected by the healthcare stuff. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it makes, oh, yeah. It makes me think about um, Howard Feynman talking about this right. the election. Right. It's like, oh, let's send all the reporters out there. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's uh, Kentucky's been in the news more in the last I don't know year. It seems like to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Then I can remember him forever. I know, yeah, yeah. It is, it is pretty funny as the as the coasts continue to try to grapple with the right. with the Trump victory in the election, and they're trying to figure out what the heck's going on in these places like Kentucky, because how could they have possibly voted that way? But yeah, so they are spending some some resources on that, and uh, yeah, it is kind of fun. It is kind of fun. So. Let's talk music before we run out of time here, because oh, otherwise uh, yeah, we're going to end up. Yeah, absolutely. So you launched a new series yesterday, or well, this morning. It's, it's a series I used to do um, on another blog a long time ago, ah. and I couldn't remember if I'd ever done it here or not, and um, yeah, so this is a, called Best Songs, yeah. so it's just songs that I really like, and this one in particular is the song Ludlow Street by Suzanne Vega. <laughs> um I don't know what else to say about the song except that it it's one of these songs that the first time I ever heard it there was just something about it that sort of grabbed me as um it's a very simplistic song mm -hmm. in a lot of ways mm -hmm. there aren't a lot of lyrics to the song 
Mm-hmm. The concepts are pretty simple. But the image of going to a street where you once used to live with somebody or interact a lot with somebody and they're no longer there. Yeah. They're no longer in the world. They've died. Yeah. Um, there's just something about that image to me that's brilliant. It's 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 yeah. perfect. It's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. I enjoyed reading reading about it. I had never heard the song other than through you a few times. I recalled that just from having heard it through you. But yeah, it's a beautiful song. So I'm wondering. So those, when I saw this, I thought I was trying to think of other best songs that you might uh, that you might be focusing on. And the one I thought, of, and I was really trying to think of what you would define as best songs. And and the first song that I remember of you loving is um, You're the Woman by Firefall. Well, yeah, it's the first album I ever bought. Is that right? Yeah, the first album I ever bought. Oh, that's uh, fantastic. That's fantastic. I had that full LP. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm hoping for the big Firefall post. You used to play that on the dual uh, turntable and Sherwood receiver all the time. There you go. Oh, that makes me happy that I got that right. Yeah, no, that was... uh, um, you know, it's funny. I, I, uh, every so often, I still plop up that album on. Uh, maybe that'll be an inspiration for today's MIDI. But I plop that <laughs> album up <laughs> and listen to it on occasion. So it's funny. I also did an album <clears throat> review this week of a not so good album by a band I'd never heard of called Starset. Um, I don't know. What's your take on that kind of? Oh, is that that? the angst metal yeah do you does that does that hold any interest for you i really try i really try to not say anything unless i have something nice to say that's just not my taste so. but <laughs> yeah that didn't that didn't you know whatever it's i'm sure it's meaningful to them but i, I thought to that think I, about it when i was young you know yeah when i was would i have gotten into this and I think, no. well, you know, I used to listen to bands like The Call. Right? Yeah. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, you think about bands that were, like, in the 80s, you had The Alarm and The Call yeah. and all those kind of angst-ridden bands that mm-hmm. um, were so kind of over the top. I don't know. but Yeah, I wouldn't really call them metal, though. That's no, what I was, I was trying metal. to think of, like, purveyors of that. The song that I came up with was Love, Rain, or Me. You know, some people want to say that, like, The Who is, like, a, uh early ancestors of heavy metal music. And That's if you do that, then Love, Rain, or Me could conceivably fall yeah. in that category. But I, I don't think I think this, Sam, this whole <laughs> pop sort of angst metal thing, I think this is a very modern thing. I mean, yeah. because they're taking in these components from things like speed metal and stuff yeah. like that or... Yeah or hardcore metal with the growly voice thing that it just never works for me. The growly voice thing never works for me. I don't, I don't get it. But. Anyway, hopefully I'll get to doing more posts next week and get, but you like this. Uh, there was another album that you did though. This is it is the artist Ruel. Yeah. Oh, from the last gosh, that's been a while now. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. Funny. I like that too. I thought that was beautiful. Can't remember much about that album at this point. Yeah, it's alright. I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but you'll be excited, Eric, because um, one of the things I decided to do this year that I've never done in the past is look at albums that get released uh, for digital. 
Oh, yeah. And when Prince died, by the time Prince died, for whatever reason, I've never understood this stuff, but by the time Prince died, all of his music had been completely erased from all digital sites, pretty much. Right, right. And this last month, Pretty much his entire catalog got re-released for digital streaming. So I decided for that to uh, do a review of Sign of the Times. Oh, fantastic. So that'll be coming. That's, oh, that'll be great. I haven't listened to that in... Yeah. When did you last listen to that album? I mean, it's been 20 years probably since I've So I don't think I own it anymore. Uh, I think that it 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 got lost in a, in a, one of the purges of a move or something like that. So, but I listened to a lot of it, um, stuff that was being put up right after he died, you know, even though his stuff had been purged off the, sure. off the public sites, people were throwing stuff up there, you know, and it would last for two days. And so I'd see, so I listened to a good bit of it then. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a great album. Yeah, it'll be that's fun. what I recall. Anyway, we'll see. Well, that's the thing. It'll yeah. be fun to relive it and see what we think. Yeah, but. yeah. I imagine it'll feel pretty dated, but uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm curious about that too. But and I do I'm remember. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know. I was just going to say. I I I was going to move on topic. So if you want to. Yeah. Well, the only thing I was going to say is that 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 uh, the sign of the time, the song itself, sign of the times was uh, until that song, I thought of Prince as kind of a cartoon character and silly. And I never, at the, you know, when Purple Rain came out, even though we were the right age, it was meaningless to me. I just thought it was pop nothingness. And That's didn't pay attention same to here. it. And then in 19, I guess it's 1988, um, at the MTV Video Music Awards, um, I was in Louisville. Um, we were staying at a friend's house for some event there and flipped on MTV and it's the video music awards and Prince and his band were playing sign of the times and Sheila E is marching through the crowd with a snare drum leading this march of all of his dancers and that sort of thing. And they're playing anyway, they're playing the song sign of the times and he's just standing up on stage playing solo guitar. Sure. And it was totally mesmerizing, <laughs> totally mesmerizing and just otherworldly. And it was so clear that, you know, well, I guess I'll pay attention to this. Well, the video they made, the, the film they made to go around the album was brilliant. Oh, it was fantastic. And, yeah, the first time I remember ever listening to that album was I got in my car. I don't remember why I had it on tape or who I taped it from, but I got in my truck to drive home at the end of my freshman year of college. Okay. And that was the tape I put in the yeah. tape deck to listen to on the drive home. Yeah. So that's, that's how I always remember the release year. For, for that, I wonder if that, that was that the trip home. I wonder if that was the trip home when you took the picture every three or five miles along the parkway. I don't remember when I did that. I wasn't an artist type yet. So. <laughs> that's great. Actually, that was after I started living with Kevin, and we were trying to write books and yeah, be artists. <laughs> sure. And I'm yeah, sure one of the things yeah. one of the things I'll be posting on this week, I'm sure, is the NCAA tournament. Oh, and great! That le- and that leads us to the farewell post and a question I have for you. Yeah. I don't recall us ever 
covering Ray Harper leaving Western, and I can't recall what the deal was about him leaving. Did he just yeah. leave for a better job? I mean, so I think that is Jacksonville. Still I don't a think he job? got no. I mean, I, I think it, it, at most it would be considered a lateral move. Uh, I don't believe. You know, I don't know. I don't believe he was fired. I think that maybe you know he sensed this like unhappiness from the boosters and he, you know, somebody said, Hey, you might want to start looking. And then he ended up, I, th- I think that, that the story was, is that he, he had accepted the job at Jacksonville state and that's why he was leaving. And then they hired Rick Stansbury who had been at Mississippi state and who's a Kentucky native himself at Western. So I think that's the situation, but good for Ray Harper. He's, he's back in the tournament. Western's yeah. not, but he is. And, and and he had to beat all the OVC to get there. So that's great. So he just like totally, you know, the crazy Ray Harper burning down the state of Kentucky <laughs> just took down, you know, effectively took down Western, Murray State, Eastern Kentucky, and Moorhead State and gets Alabama, gets Jacksonville State in Alabama into the NCAA tournament. So good for Ray Ray. I love it. Ray Harper for Bremen. I'd forgotten that he had even left. And then... Yeah. Well, it didn't. I was so excited, and uh, but the the feeling was was that while he's a great game coach, I mean he's a wonderful tournament coach. That's indisputable. Um, but you know maybe the recruiting wasn't there. Maybe the there wasn't the sense that the program was kind of growing. They were always. I'd have to look well, they're always that. struggling to make it into the tournament. Yeah. I mean, it was like they were always they yeah. always had to win the tournament to get in. It's not like yeah. they were going to get in on a yeah. large. So anyway, it didn't work out for him them there a long term. I was really hoping he'd be there for a career. I mean, Western's mo for the last thirty years has been to churn through coaches every. They still have success. I mean, they've got a they've got to hold the record in terms of the number of coaches to have taken the team to an NCAA tournament. It's something like eight or 10 different coaches have taken Western to the tournament. Um, That's crazy. It is crazy. I mean, you're going to win. You've got an opportunity to win if you go to Western. And I suspect they will understand very too. I think he'll do fine. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was sorry to see that it didn't work out for, uh, for Ray Harper. I enjoyed him. But I'm glad for him now at Jacksonville State. And I, I've messed up. When I did my bracket for your – Yahoo pool this morning. I no, oh, you did. Okay, cool. Yeah, I entered a bracket, <laughs> but I messed up, and I didn't. I got to change it because I want to have Jacksonville. Brackets, so, yeah. yeah, well, I'll just do one. But I, <laughs> I want to have Jacksonville State upsetting Louisville, so that's. Uh, I got to make that change. I forgot to do that in the, the bracket the first time through. I like this idea though that you're doing, where you're where you're putting in all of the different rating systems. Well, I used to track it myself on paper, and I yeah. thought, you know, I'll just do it. No, this is a lot more fun. It'll be fun to yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah. A lot less work <laughs> for me. Yeah. Well, that, and it'll, it, I, ho- I hope you do post at the HP about about this little project. I think that's a great idea. Did you like yeah, my Yeah, I need to do that today did you see, the tournament starts. Did you like my maps that I was doing for the state basketball tournaments? Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I thought um, – I was so excited about the maps. I thought it was interesting to see just how centralized it all got so quickly. Sure, sure. That that actually kind of surprised me. But, but you know, Western Kentucky, 
outside of the occasional team that pops up, Western Kentucky hasn't been much in basketball, it seems like, for, for quite a while, except for the, I don't, of course, I never think of Bowling Green as Western Kentucky. No. So, right. Right. Um, well, it's so spread out. You know, it's just such a smaller population. Yeah. Um, you know, at both the eastern and western ends of the state. So, well, Eastern's never sense. Eastern Kentucky's never been a big basketball area. It's always been more of a football power. It seems like to me. Well, at least that's the way I think of it in my head. Yeah. But I'm probably right. wrong. So. Yeah, I think you are. But <laughs> <laughs> I may address that. I may check that out at the all. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll map all the uh, state tournament champions. I don't know why. It's just how I think about it. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I understand. Well, East the mountains have not. They they do always do like to talk about the state. Like the deepest that a mountain team has gone in the state tournament. You know, in years and years and years. So there there is some recent truth to what you're talking about. But there is a big history of of, you know, Eastern Kentucky producing state champions and, you know, but it's been many years. So I was looking at your list here of the girls basketball. Um, you know, here's a, here's a, where's Marion County? Why am I blanking on where Marion County is? Marion County is in central Kentucky. It's Lebanon. Okay. Um, it's just south of Louisville and south and a little east of Louisville. South. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I think of it that way, but I was, I guess I was looking at the map and thinking pretty early on. It got pretty centralized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was glad that Murray kind of kept it strung out for one more day. Yeah. Uh, so that I'd have to use the big picture of the map on that. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but maybe I will. Maybe I'll map all the state champions. That's <clears throat> Fun with Google Maps. Yeah. Well, that's what GIS data is great for that stuff. Oh, Create a GIS map. Or... Uh, well, if you make a map like that for Google public. Maps, so you should you should make it publicly available for people. Oh, to it, is. it yeah. is. It is. It is publicly available. So. That'd be a cool one. I like that one. What else you got? All right. We better wrap this thing up. So, time. <clears throat> this, so, so you've got... You're going to be paying attention to the good. I hope you do pay attention to the NCAA uh, basketball tournament. My things are the uh, boys state tournament. And then in my 1971 world, um, I'm actually a little bit behind now. Um, And I'm going to have to do the retro retro post where uh, (laughs) yesterday Western Kentucky played Jacksonville in the NCAA tournament. And anyway, I missed that so far, but I got to get that post up. Um, but that and the uh, old boys tournament will probably occupy probably occupy my week at the HP. Probably not probably not at any O Kentuckys this week, but we'll see. Hey, you never know. Kentucky's all over the knees, so Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So who knows? We have to off air we'll have to have a conversation about a post I think we should do, but we'll talk about that off air. Yeah. So is there anything you can say about it on the show? The show. <laughs> well, well, my take on it is this: if if somebody who went to Heath High School absolutely um, gets named U.S. Trade Representative, then oh, we should probably we should probably have a note Kentucky about that. I I'm, I'm with you. It'll be an or item. Something. It'll be an item. 
<laughs> they will have to wait for the Paducah Sun to do a write-up. Yeah, I wonder if they even know. Probably not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, we can always cut this out and just phase out before we get to the <laughs> You do whatever you uh, you need to on that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> well, it's very exciting. No, so um, our second episode, sorry we missed last week. Yeah. Due to unforeseen stuff. Yeah. Life circumstances. And yeah, that's life. Well, um, we're, we're still figuring it out. I'm still debating in my head what kind of MIDI I want to do for the closeout. But You Are the you are the Woman would be a good one. I, I know I could find that MIDI. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be a video hall of fame right there. Yeah, I've been trying to think about what this podcast should be. Like, and the thing I, I've been thinking about more is that maybe what it should do is, as opposed to looking back at the recent post, maybe it should always be kind of like the budget meeting where it's like pitching forward and like talking what we're going to be talking about. about. Yeah, I wonder if that would be. I think maybe cover less. You know things, and I don't know what. No, I found I myself more nervous at the beginning of this episode because I felt like, oh my gosh, we got so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much to talk about. You could yeah. just yeah. you could just make like one post a week. Then you yeah. have very little to talk about. I could see that though. I mean, that would make some sense to me that we could do that. It's. I think I think it's interesting. Like, I do think Kentucky is in an odd place right now in terms of the national view. Like, I, I mean, I know you were laughing about the Times and everybody sending reporters, but it's true. They are. Oh, and yeah. and I think it's kind of, it raises questions for Kentucky, I think, to ask, well, why? You know, why are we the focus? Mm-hmm. What is it about Kentucky that makes it the focus of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And... um I don't know. It's interesting to me. But, well, if it's not Kentucky, it's West Virginia, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. I don't have any great thoughts about that. Other than it's in the course since the the Clinton, uh, since the Clinton presidency, it went, you know, to where you can count on it voting blue to now voting red consistently and presidential okay. level elections anyway and now more and more of course now the republicans dominate the whole state and at every level of politics so yeah i don't know well i kind of thought that maybe yeah for our podcast yeah i think that there's a larger question of what are we hoping it to achieve in terms of are we trying to drive traffic to the page or is it just something for us to you know i thought it was just something with? for you and i to do yeah so, <laughs> so we can talk so, once a week. And so, from that standpoint, I thought that well, maybe what it should be is, is we just get on the phone and play an NFL strategy game every bound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And do play by play on a on a ball bound game or an NFL strategy or something like that, which would also be fun. Yeah, I'm still wanting to hear about the 1971 A's myself. But. Yeah, well, we're, we'll get there. I still haven't in my baseball cards, so. Uh, it's yeah. still in the pocket. I can see that. All right. I'm going to get back to work. Okay. Yeah, same here. All right. The, the end. The kids are coming to visit me a day at work. So. Oh, wow. That should be fun. 
That's exciting. Yeah, everybody's been, uh, Margaret has to do some work, so. It's spring break here. Oh. So. Our spring break's coming up in a couple of weeks. We're going to Chicago. Oh, cool. Yeah. I went to Chicago one time for spring break. It snowed. Yeah. Good. That's the Good one thing I time. remember. First what are you guys going to do in Chicago? Ah, uh, you know, standard, standard fair, Museum of Science and Industry. I don't know. You know. Great art museum. Yeah, great, the, the, great the science art museum. museum. Yeah. The uh, shed. Um, what is that? The shed. Is that the aquarium? Something. I don't know. In any event, we're, we'll do. Uh, our daughter is really into science, downtown, so we'll do all the science or? stuff. Excuse me. Are you guys going to stay downtown? Or are you going to do the whole like uh, the last uh, the last time I went there? A friend and I stayed at the Fairfield Inn, which was way mm-hmm. south Chicago, but it mm-hmm. was. It was in the industrial area, like yeah. just past the industrial area. But you could buzz right in, you know, on Lakeshore Drive and sure. be downtown in a heartbeat. It felt like. So we're gonna live. Effort. We're gonna be living like rich people. We've got some friends who have a place. Ooh. Yeah, they've got a place, and uh, and so we get to stay there. And I think we are staying like uh, not far off of Lakeshore Drive. So we'll be staying in town. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is very nice. You are like rich people. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, what I most want to do uh, selfishly is um, is to find the park that mom would take me to when I was like three and four years old in Highland Park. So that's that's, that's the, right. yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that stuff. But but we'll do our daughter um, is very into science stuff right now. So science and industry is a huge one. And um, I don't know, just going to a city is a big deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. So we're very excited. All right. All right. Well, have fun with the kids today at work. Right. Talk <laughs> to you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Okay. Right. Goodbye. Bye.